this, uh, this is a song that, uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there, and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs, so uh, wrote, a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go. <laughs> Hanukkah is a festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conkirk, Douglas, and the late Dinosaur. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Paul Newman's half Jewish, Goldie Hawn's half too. Put them together. What a fine looking Jew. <laughs> you don't need deck the halls or jingle bell rock. Cause you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. Both Jewish. Put on your yarmulke. Seattle Supersonicas celebrate Hanukkah. OJ Simpson, not a Jew. <laughs> but guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. We got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish, not too shabby. <laughs> Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is. Well, he's not, but guess who is? All three Stooges. Lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana. If you really, really want to have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah, so much Hanukkah to sell. 
Instead of one day of presents, we get eight crazy nights. <laughs> but when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a new list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. Winona Ryder drinks Manischewitz wine, then spins a dreidel with Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein. Guess who gives and receives loads of Hanukkah toys? The girls from Baruch Assault and all three Beastie Boys. Lenny Kravitz is half Jewish. Courtney Love is half too. Put them together. What a funky, badass shoe. We got Harvey Keitel and flash dancer Jennifer Bills. Yasmin Bleed from Baywatch is Jewish. And yes, her boobs are real. Put on that yarmulke. Oscar winner Dustin Hoffmanaka celebrates Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson, still not a Jew. But guess who is the guy who does the voice for Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Rob Dylan was born a Jew, then he wasn't, but now he's back. Mary Tyler Moore's husband is Jewish. Cause we're pretty good in the sack. Guess who got bar mitzvahed on the PGA Tour? No, I'm not talking about Tiger Woods. I'm talking about Mr. Happy Gilmore. She is silent in Hanukkah. So read your hooked on Monica. Get drunk in Tijuana. If you really, really want to have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Peace and love to everybody.
I get a strong sex surge, and the only way I can take care of it is to masturbate. And when I do, I feel awful. It's just like I've committed a crime or something. Horrible. And it worries me, and I say, well, I won't do it anymore. And when I do, it goes Uh away for a while, and I come back and do it again. And when I do control myself for a while, I end up with a wet dream. Good Lord. The hell is wrong with you? Good morning, and welcome to a Friday edition of... 
That's right. You guessed it. The Arnie State Show. Hope everybody's having a good Friday morning so far. Uh, celebrating the second day of Hanukkah. Had to play all the Hanukkah songs from Adam Sandler. Now that we got that one out of the way. No, I'm kidding. Oy vey to all my Jewish brothers and sisters out there. Have a wonderful Hanukkah season. All kinds of stuff to get to today. Look here. Look here. Say my good mornings to y'all. Run you through some news stories that's going on. And we got to talk about this goddamn new McDonald's. All right? All right? We, we got to talk about this new Cosmics. I... <sighs> Like I said, let me let me just get things started, shall we? First one here today. Good morning to Battleborn, my God. You don't chew big red, then f- you. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing well today, Douglas. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. You know what? I played the wrong thing for Douglas. I played Darren's there. My bad. Hey, there's Douglas. Screw your freedom. It is, but, but Darren's right behind him, so oops-a-daisy, messed that one up, uh, but mainly because I was looking at this one right here. Here she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. Shut up, dummy. All right, I will do so. Uh, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well today. Hey, Cal- Hey, sassy Pammy, how you're you doing? You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Never, yep. never, never, never at all. Hope that you are doing well. Pammy Ferdinand. Hi! I can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're going to fertilize the yard. <laughs> that means they're going to poop everywhere. Uh, says, happy Friday-ass family. Keyless Chuck. Where, where's where's good old Keyless Chuck? Now I have three good morning banks. I'm Chuck. He's something. Amazing. Uh, says, good morning-ass family. Happy Friday and happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. As always, excellent musical choices, Arnie. Love these songs. Well, thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that, my man. Jazzman. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Says, it's Friday, bitches. Act accordingly and get your Friday dances in. Chuck says, I think the Hanukkah songs deserves the more you know drop. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good stuff there. Uh, Derek. Becca. Derek. Becca. Derek. Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. I'm so excited for the weekend so I can go see my grandbaby. Well, there you go. There's that inner hairy man. Used to go rushing to the Jeeps. Now you're going to your granddaughter. Awesome. Oh, but 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 that's cool. That that That's very, very cool. So there you go. Trucker James. I'm so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says happy Friday, ass family. Having our holiday work party at Top Golf. We have a we have a party bus, so I might get robbed. No, not three point three five though. Not that drunk. Good lord, no. Yeah, I mean that'd be crazy right there, Colin. Grab his dick and twist it. Jameson. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> Colin Jameson. Good morning to you two fine fellers. Hope you're doing good today, Gibby. Oh. I wish I had a jelly donut. I had a meatloaf sandwich, though, for breakfast because I made meatloaf yesterday. Phenomenal. Whitewashed. Happy Friday, ass family and AIG. What a great way to go into the weekend by getting some sweet ass. Indeed, indeed. Getting that sweet, sweet ass this morning. Uh, Gold. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Happy call-in sick Friday, ass family. I refuse to be abused from work for five days. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Good for you. Call in today. Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. 
like a pink nightmare. It says, good morning, Ash family and friends. May your Hanukkah be happy. Uh, Hamas rules all very, very, very nice there, Gold. Uh, Donald in the house. Day's never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Uh, says, good morning, ass family and Arnie. Happy Friday. Still one more day for us at FedEx. Good Lord, you guys are putting it in. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? No, we have not, but good morning, Arnie and ass family. It's finally Friday. Let's go. Stink fist. Good morning, ass. Can you tell me how Mitch Trubisky is still in the NFL? Hot garbage would be too nice of a description. Yeah, where, where are my Steelers people at? Where, where are all my Steelers people? Oh, honey, you'd have four more wins if you'd pick the Steelers. Well, I picked the Steelers last night against a team that's 2-10. and ten. And the Steelers, I do believe, were at home, were they not? Well, that's fantastic. Way to go, Steelers. Way to start me off at 0-1 for the week. Oh, that makes me great. Uh, giving up 21 to the Patriots was a problem. Uh, man, Pittsburgh is fading fast. Indeed, they are. Panda! Oh, I love trash. Good morning to you, Trash Panda. Hope your Friday is fantastic. Straight fire. Well, laddie frickin' duck! Says, happy Friday, ass family. Hope everyone has a great day. Darren says, I'm here again. Douglas is laughing. Fred in the house. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Fred says, good Friday morning, y'all. Guess who's not celebrating Hanukkah? That's right, Harford, University of Penn, and MIT. What a bunch of morons. I, I mean, look, I have to get, we have to get through the, the domestic stuff first. And then I've got an update on everything with uh, Hamas and everything going on over there. Jesus. Steelers keep playing down to lesser teams. I'm almost embarrassed to be a Steelers fan. Ah, oh, welcome to my world as a Cowboy fan with Dak Prescott as quarterback. All right. So before, you know what? This McDonald's thing is fucking in my head. We, we got to talk about McDonald's. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all were looking forward to the news today. Well, we're going to talk about McDonald's because this is news of my damn day. If y'all haven't seen all the posts up going everywhere, the pictures, the inside, oh, do I have a story about this? McDonald's is uh, unleashing a second chain, and it's called Cosmix. C-O-S, capital M-C, apostrophe S. Okay, it's called Cosmix. Speaking of Cosmic, Dave Go. Says, welcome to Raider Life. Yeah. All right. So, McDonald's is testing a new restaurant with customizable drinks and treats designed to appeal to afternoon snackers. They're trying to grab people from Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. All right. So, here's the good news. Dunkin' Donuts donuts suck. So, I don't go there. Starbucks is a coffee place. I don't drink coffee. I don't go there. So, if we follow the rules of logic, I don't go here. I don't go here. If this is a place between the two of them, I won't go there. But it is still a McDonald's endeavor, and I love my McDonald's. 
the the Cosmics are going to be in the greater Dallas, Fort Worth, and San Antonio area. What 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 the shit is this? T- what 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 am I looking at here? Um, I'd like to see their menu. Their full menu. Hold on a second. Here. Let, let let's let let's do this. Cosmics menu. <sighs> All I want is the fucking menu. I don't want a story about the menu. I want the fucking menu. Uh, I don't want the locations. Okay, NPR. I'm sure this will be fucking fascinating. Okay, it's mainly a fucking drink place. All right, that's what I'm getting from this. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. So they've got all kinds of iced teas and lemonades. Now... Now, I, I do not know if this part is true yet or not. If, if it is true, then I might have to go there. Um, when you walk in the door, <clears throat> you know how sometimes you hear the ding go off and, and that lets people know that they've got people in? From what I understand, with all these teas and home brews on, when you open the door of Cosmics... Paging Dr. Faggot! Dr. Faggot! Let's see. We have the Tropical Speciade, the Sour Tango Lemonade, Half and Half Lemonade. Half and Half's called a fucking Arnold Palmer. Sour Cherry Energy Burst, the Blackberry Mint Green Tea, Sweet Tea and Regular Iced Tea. Boy, oh boy, this place is sounding fucking awesome. Good thing McDonald's is going to be dumping a lot of fucking money in this place. Ski bum! I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down, and I had sunny side all the way around. Sun state! The sunshine state. Gorgeous! 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 Says, good morning, ass. Sorry I've been away for a while. Been listening, just couldn't shout out. Ski bumps says, happy Friday, y'all. Safety guy! Safe flight repair, safe flight replace. <laughs> says, happy Friday, ass family. Cock flavored. Maybe they'll have the McRib latte. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. We got in the brews department, the brews. S'mores cold brew, turmeric spiced latte, yum and gross. I'm sorry, gross and gross. Cold brew, ice brew, uh, brewed coffee, latte, chai tea latte. Now, now, if this is going to get people to not go to McDonald's and waste drive through important. I'm sorry. Important drive-through spaces on a coffee order? I'm all for this place. They've got the Sour Energy Burst, the Berry Hibiscus Sour Aid, the Island Pick-Me-Up Punch, and the Blueberry Ginger Boost. Hey, Arnie, just wondering if they've resolved your onion situation. Well, the onion situation is this, Chuck. I actually did go to McDonald's this week. Got me a couple double cheeseburgers. And I order the onions on the side. And they put them in a little, 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 like, little shot glass, and they're floating, they're hot. And I can put them on there. That, that's the best way that I've done it. So that's the way I did it. And that's thanks to uh, our man on the streets, Christopher, who just is the man. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. 
Where's Christopher? Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Christopher, I uh, just want have you gotten the double-decker taco yet? Yeah. All right, so now, now we get to the sandwich department here. Now, um, it says the, the spicy queso sandwich. What the fuck is a spicy queso sandwich? It looks like a burger, and it's got like a hunk of queso on it and pickles and some sort of sauce. It looks like kind of Big Mac sauce. They have the creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich. You know, if I ever, if I'm ever anywhere, I give anyone in the world carte blanche. Of whooping my ass. If I ever say, you know, I could really go for a creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich. That just deserves a beating. I mean, if you say that out loud, hey, what are you in for today? Man, I could really go for a creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich. Good God, hockey player. Good morning to you, my friend. Chuck says, excellent. I'm glad the super intelligent manager has realized that customer service is important. I don't know if that much, but I... And you know the funny thing is, Chuck, you bring that up. The kid on the drive-thru is like, wait a second, you want extra onion? I go, yeah, can you put them on the side for me? Cause, and I said it, I said, because y'all stop putting them on the damn burgers. Sure enough, I probably got a loogie on there and, and other stuff, but I, I, I still got my onions, though. It rise! When I wear my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. <laughs> Good morning to you. Safety guy says, do they have an Asian-style cream of some young man sandwich? Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, we, 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 we're, we're, we're pacing through it here, my friend. Chuck says, going out on a limb and assuming that there will not be a creamy tomatillo sandwich at Abs. No, there will not be a creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich at Abs. Now we got McPops. Those are next. They only have two sandwiches on board. They only got two sandwiches on board? Oh, wait a second. We're seeing something down here. Manny, good morning to you, my friend. Um, they look like like they look like sugar they look like jelly donuts, but the, the shitty kind that aren't glazed, they're the ones that have the sugar on the outside. And it looks like they got like some kind of like chocolate and mocha and caramel in innards. So it's kind of like a jelly donut, but not. And then they throw in the towel with this next one. With pretzel bites. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, okay, now we're getting caramel fudge brownie, twist cones, cookies. They got that stuff uh, for all the dope heads out there. Now this next one here. This next one could be a big one. Whoa. Holy shit. 
from the McDonald's universe? Egg McMuffin sandwiches? Wait a second. Does that mean they're bringing back the all-day breakfast? And they have mini hash brown bites? Oh. Redemption. Redemption is mine, saith the Lord. And then they have the M&M McFlurry. We all know that the ice cream machine ain't going to work, so I'm not even going to mention that. But they're bringing back breakfast all day? Oh. Oh, Cosmics, you might become my friend. If it's only fucking breakfast, I swear to God. Are there any Cosmics open yet? Hold on a second here. Let, let's let's see if they're... Because they're supposed to be opening. Co- cosmic near me. Oh, let's see. Okay, there's nothing here near me. I want to call one of them. Is any of them open? Cosmic opening. Okay. Where, where is it? Where where I, I want to know is breakfast all day, cosmic. Okay, cosmic. Phone number. There we go. We got to call them. Damn it to hell. Okay, th- this has locations possibly. Uh, many hash browns are a Burger King copycat, and we get them here in the DFW. Yeah. So it's like a granola-style McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of hipster. Unless they got breakfast all day. They get breakfast all day. Cosmic. There we go. Come on. I know. I, I want to call you. Location. Ooh, there's one. No, that that's my location. Why don't you give me? Oh, that's in Illinois. No, that, no. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Cosmic. Okay, hold on. Now we got, now we, no, oh, man. Now y'all just messed up. Now y'all just messed up. All right, back to the Google machine we go. And then we go paste, bam, and we go boom. There we go. We have a phone number. There ain't no phone number. They ain't got no phones there. Really, you, you ain't got a phone. One more uh, Google Yes, yes, this is what I'm looking for. No, there's no fucking number yet. Come on, Jesus. They aren't open yet. Well, this one in, in, in is allegedly open in Illinois. But I guess they're not. All right, so we're going to have to put this one on ice right now. We're going to have to put a pin in this one to see if this restaurant chain is, is worthy or not. If they have breakfast all day, they get my approval. If, if the breakfast day cuts off at bullshit 10.30, done. Done. Uh, let's see. Uh, and by the way, everybody has many hash browns. Ain't just a Burger King thing. Chick-fil-A got them. The only people with real hash browns that I know of are Jack in the Box and McDonald's. Carl's Jr. has the many ones. Get it now, 2023, no phone, only the app. I hate that. I hate that. If you have a location, you need a damn phone. There are old people like me who still need to call you. Now, 
Now that I've gotten that out of my system, it's time to play this. Hunter Biden, the son of the president, has been indicted in California on a litany of tax charges. Now, they got all kinds of charges on him. He could do a bunch of years in prison, which, by the way, he ain't going to do. He's going to get a slap on the wrist because I don't know if this is it. I don't know. I I don't know which one I'm going to be right about because, you know, I'm going to be right about one of these. I said either Hunter sells his daddy out or daddy does the same to him. Now, what they're saying, this is not good. This is not good. Joe, this isn't good. The indictment is, quote, a nuclear bomb for the Bidens. (laughs) As they say, Joe is starting to sound like Bill Clinton during the Monica Lewinsky scandal. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. Uh, let's see, uh, amen, St. Arnie, when you become an emperor of the world, require all businesses to have phones and people answering the phones. Oh, and no call centers. Sorry, Stackar. Oh, Stackar hates the fucking call centers even more than you, Chuck. You know they hate it when CNN, they hate Jill when CNN's covering it. Well, I think that, uh, see, this is what I've been kind of waiting on to see. We talked about this a long time ago on the show, and I'm not going to claim I'm right on this. I'm just going to say that we talked about this. Personally, in my belief system, I do believe that the election was not on the up and up. And I believe that Joe knew it wasn't on the up and up from the jump start because I don't think he would have ran. I personally don't think that man would have ran because he knows he's declining. Alicia! I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Baby. Since morning, y'all. Happy Friday. Just got off work. Good, 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 good. You can enjoy then. So we talked about this a long time. So I think Joe's kind of put it in as a figurehead. And we've talked over the last three years about how none of us really kind of believe that he's actually in charge. Um, Newsom will work his Democrat magic. Well, that we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, and... Joe got a little big for his britches. Joe trying to forgive all these student loans. Joe fucking up in public all the time. And the powers that be said, hey, Joe, if you don't keep, if you don't stop fucking up, dogs biting black secret service agents. I mean, he's got racist dogs, for God's sakes.
that the inside group would take him down. Or they would first they would offer him, we need you to resign. And I think it was last year that, that I really had the epiphany that, oh. And you think about this. All this Hunter Biden stuff has been in the narrative since the very first debate with Donald Trump. You know how we talk about how Trump has been fast-tracked on all these trials? I want you to see how fast-tracked the media was after Joe Biden announced he was running for president again. Which was, what, six, seven months ago? And now we have Hunter indicted. I think that the, the Democratic Party went to Joe and said, look, you can step down or we can force you to step down. Now, we can force you to step down and make you look crooked as hell. We could impeach you because they hold all the power. And we're going to talk about the impeachment stuff here next. But I want you to think about this. Think about how fast-tracked all this Hunter Biden stuff is. And the Hunter Biden stuff has been in the news for the last, that's right, you guessed it, six months. Now, if you don't think that the left is working hand-in-hand with the media, I I can't help you anymore. If you think that this is all coinky-dink, hmm, I can't go with that either. They gave Joe the opportunity, and you ask yourself, well, why did they do that to Joe? Because Joe's been a loyal member of the party since, who knows, since Jesus was fucking tailback at Jerusalem, you. And he's been a good Democrat to them. So this was his reward. And he fucked it up. And they said, well, Joe, you got to step down. We ain't going to give you two terms. Well, you fine. All right. And Joe's tried to get as much of his agenda done as he possibly can. Got to play the racha when mentioning the dogs. Yeah, whenever, whenever you're at the White House, watch out because... His one dog's name is Heil, the other one's Hitler. (laughs) I mean, God damn it. Jesus, Joe. How could I be the president of the United States of America? The grand jury uh, impaneled in the Central District of California in L.A. handed down the indictment against Hunter Biden. Wow. You have a grand jury that actually did their job in L.A.? Holy shit. This, by the way, not good for Joe. This is bad because, and and why is it bad? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Why is this bad? This is bad for Joe, not only because it's his son. And look, we've had plenty of loser first sons. And first daughters who always get you get in trouble because they didn't want that life. This is more than that because, see, now, due to it being tax evasion, they're going to have to jump into all his records with the the finest of tooth combs. 
Now, we'll we'll leave it up to Joe's bosses of what they find because I can't count on the Republicans to find anything because the Republicans have been sitting on their fucking thumbs this entire time. But yesterday, miraculously, miraculously, they decided to do something, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was amazing, but not really. Republicans have released a resolution to authorize Biden's impeachment over links to Hunter's business deals ahead of the vote next week. Oh, my God. The resolution directs the Oversight, Judiciary, and Ways and Means Committee to continue their probe into the family dealings and gives more weight as Republicans prep for legal battles over documents and depositions. Um, Scott in the house. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing superb today. Uh, There's Jeff Yo. I just want to watch him struggle through the debates. He's so much worse than he was four years ago. It's embarrassing that the most powerful person on the planet can't even walk off a stage without tripping over something. Well, see, this is why I like when these stories come out at this time of the year, because I kind of feel like I'm the Santa Claus of news for y'all, and I'm the Santa Claus of things to look forward to. Okay? We'll, we'll, we'll get to the debate here in a second. Now, they need to drag their feet on this because this could impede one of my predictions that V. Coop and I are going to be doing on the December 22nd show, the last show of the year. I'm going to take that next week off. But, uh, but oh, by the way, leading up to that week, I have to make a phone call today to one Mr. Pat Martin. I invited Pat to be on the show that week, and he has agreed. He and I are going to chat more about it today. I will have more news for you about Pat Martin being on this show tomorrow. Well, he won't be on tomorrow. I'll just have more news about it. He'll be on that last week of shows where I'm also reading excerpts from the Dusty Rhodes book. So... Do I think all this will knock Joe out? This all should knock him out of the election. But what does that mean? Now, I keep asking this question all the time about asking people if they're better off or worse off than they were four years ago. And I had Kevin write me. He says, please read the entire email before you come to conclusions. I'd like to preface by saying that if the election were held today and I could only choose between the two, I'd choose Trump. However, on today's show, December 7th, yesterday, you asked your audience if they were better off financially and felt safer now than with Trump. I can say that I'm better off financially now than during with Trump. My bills have gone up, but my wages increased faster as my wife and I advanced in our careers. 
As far as safety is concerned, yes, I felt safer during Trump, but I felt even safer during Obama. The idea that our society reflects the president is a fallacy. In reality, it's the president who reflects society. As our society becomes more violent and stupid, we will unfortunately just continue to elect even dumber people with more violent uh, ideations because that's what society wants. Well, thank you. Pat Martin and St. Arnie, the only two legends of radio in Sacramento. Well, thank you. Yeah, that, that show will be a lot of fun to do. Um, Kevin, I, I, I'm not going to – I'm not coming to any conclusions. I I, I agree with I, – I understand what you say, and I, I appreciate it that you answered my question. Financially, you're better now than you were with Trump because you're moving forward in your career. Let me just ask you this question, just – Hypothetically, and I'm not trying to change your mind here, how much better would you be doing also in your career and your pay and your wife if Donald Trump actually was the president? Because that was something that was on track. You were on track to further your career. Now, getting down to the safer during Trump, uh, safer during Obama. I have to say that, honestly, I don't think I can even say that I have felt safe in this country, meaning my eyes are peeled. I I don't not go out in public, but I haven't felt safe in our country, and this is a sad thing to say, since September 12th, 2001. I understand what you're saying. Society f- reflects the president as a fallacy. I, I look. I can agree with that. And it is society that elects the president. I mean, if we were to look at society four years ago, we could look at society and go, "We were pretty fucking stupid." Well, those that elected Joe Biden were pretty fucking stupid. You gonna say that about Trump four years earlier? Okay. <clears throat> I appreciate the letter. I hope we don't vote in more violent idiots because that's not what we need. What we need, and, and, and this is something that people, especially younger people, and I'm not picking on the younger people, I'm, I'm just saying, um, you're growing up under this fallacy or you're, you're becoming an adult You're getting your wits about you, your political wits about you during this time that there's this big sentiment that we should be a global, a global world. Our nation should be a global nation. They want to have one power rule the world. Everybody thinks, oh, that sounds so wonderful. Well, it doesn't. It sounds horrible to me. It sounds like absolute living hell to me. Because that's what makes the world the world. We're not the same. We never have been the same, and we never will be the same. Not the same meaning better, not the same meaning worse. We're just different. This ideology, and I don't know when it started. I honestly don't. It might have started during Vietnam. 
or even before that, that we want to issue in democracy to all these shit-a-stands, blowjobvilles, fucking the butt-a-stand, all these third-world shitty nations, we've wanted to bring them democracy. We want them to have open and free elections. We want them to treat women better. Here's the problem. And, and, and I'm about to hit this nail on the head so fucking hard it might cause a sonic boom. What if one of those countries decided to say, hey, we want to make America, you either enter communism, socialism, they, they worship fucking, you know, leopards, and we're going to go to America and we're going to force those people, we're going to force the Americans to believe in our ways. Now, let me ask you a question, ass family. Wouldn't you fight back? I do believe that Americans would fight back. We don't want to, and I know that Christopher is right now probably screaming in his bus saying, no to socialism, no to socialism. I'm right there with you. So here's the deal. How about we stop trying? to make everybody like us. And we just accept their differences and, in our eyes, their flaws. Now, somebody who might live over here who's come from there go, those aren't flaws. Well, we see them as flaws when you throw acid in women's faces. Okay? Sorry that we're a first world nation and we don't mind our women, no matter how fat or ugly they are, to go out in public and show their faces. There are plenty of women out there. Fuck, we talked about Brock Lesnar's daughter. Hell, that's given me nightmares. But she can walk around in public without fucking covering her face up. Why? Because we live in America. Now, you go to Shittistan or Dirtsville, you can't live like that. And you know what? They're okay with it. Because they've been okay with it for thousands of years. Who are we to change it? That's not our job. Our job, the country's job, is to protect the United States of America. That's it. Not issuing democracy, diplomacy, whatever you want, in any third world terrible, terrible fucking nation. And I'm so sick and tired of it. Our military is built for one thing. And if you don't like it, well, too bad. They're built to kill people. Blueberry Sun. Blueberry Says, good morning. Burkas give me nightmares. Hell no. No. Ugh. Now, you see, when we get to, we've got... I'm not even going to talk about the fat bastard that that pulled the fire alarm. Because, you see, this goes in perfect. And, by the way, Kevin, again, thank you for writing the letter. I really do appreciate that. 
Um, let's go ahead and close that one out there. Um, to what's happening right now with things in the Middle East. Now, the CARE, C-A-I-R, co-founder, Nihad Awad. Now, this is, I guess, uh, the Council on American-Islamic Relations came out and said, quote, oh, wait, do I have, oh, do I have it here? Well, let's just play this fine fella here. Now, you want to tell me how this isn't hate speech? Does anybody want to tell me this, how this ain't hate speech? I'll wait. When we I, challenged our son- that's not hate speech. That's an ad for some kind of shitty fucking car. What scares me more is now how many people would roll over and go with it and embrace the new regime. That's why we're around, Panda. Hey, we're in this emergency break glass for a reason. They're going to break that glass. Here you go. Here's this moron. Um, um, hey, dumb fuck. Dumb fuck, you shouldn't be the head because September only has 30 days, fuck face. God damn. The people of Gaza only decided to break the siege, the walls of the concentration camp on October 7th. And yes, I was happy to see people breaking the siege. You were happy to see terrorists murder innocent Israelis. <sighs> what am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? This is the guy who's in head of, of the relations, and he was happy to see this. Oh, I was happy to see that. Oh, man, that'd be like when, when, when you go to a Kmart and you hear a little girl was touched in the corner and you saw it. Man, I was happy to see a little girl touched in the corner. She had it coming. She was wearing a bikini. The fuck is wrong with people? <clears throat> but that's okay. That's okay. Because my friends that I support in the Israeli military... They aren't afraid to do their job. You see, I think uh, th- there's a part of me that thinks the Israeli military listens, and-, and this is their call to action every morning. Do your fucking job. And they show up, and they do that fucking job like a champ. Well, the military said its troops were in the heart of the southern Gaza city of Khan Yunus, which it claims to be the headquarters of Hamas and home to leader uh, Yaya Sinwar, the alleged mastermind of the attacks. Now, now, the the military is in this motherfucker's hometown, right? <clears throat> they at his house. Now, if y'all are listening, <clears throat> and y'all y'all got your 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 buttons pushed to translate from. Israeli, yeah, 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 language. 
Well, it's more of a sing-song language. Yeah, I've seen plenty of bar mitzvah videos on TV. Hit it over to American here. Because uh, I, I need to tell y'all's military, just one quick thing. If you're outside of the dude's house, just real, real fast. Execute. There you go. I give you permission to... Execute. That was the best scene in the entire movie, the Captain Phillips movie. When they stopped the tow and that Navy SEAL commander said... Execute. And they blasted them terrorists to kingdom come. Well, Israel, your turn. I mean, seriously. Execute. At a press conference in 2021, he says, The best gift the occupation leaders can give me is assassinating me because since childhood I was raised in a way that taught me to sacrifice my life for this country. You know, you know, I'm betting that tune is going to change if we start by pulling out your toenails one at a time. I'm betting that if we break down the dough, See, and this is where, this is where we got, we got, we got to, we got to put up our big boy pants and our big girl britches. Y'all need to come to me, sit, sit down in the powwow. We're gonna sit Indian style, casino, not call center. Tell you what we got to do. I'm sorry for this, but this is the way the world works. Once again, I'm just telling the truth. You can love me. You can hate me. I'm always going to tell you the truth. Do you want to know how we get this guy? It's real easy. We do bad things to the people he does care about. Because, look, he's going to have some people, some can. He might have 15, 16 wives. I don't know what they do over there. Maybe kill one of his prized goats that he likes to fuck. I, I don't know. But if you want this guy, you want to break this guy, and, and, and honestly, I think this... Execute. ...be far too easy. I would re- rather release cockroaches up his butthole. I mean, I, I want to I bring some torture to this fella. But you can't do it to him because he's going to sit through it. And you can look at me right now and go, what kind of monster are you? I'm the monster that still believes in freedom in America. I'm the monster that wants to keep you safe. I'm that monster. I'm okay being that monster. There ain't a lot of us that are willing to say I'm willing. I'm willing to say it. Do I think this guy's family should be tortured? If that means an end to Hamas, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. And you know what? There's a bunch of fine folks in the CIA that would be willing to make that happen. But then there are those people out there who go, oh, no, Arnie, that's cruel. You're awful. Oh, we should just talk to them. We should talk to them, okay? Haven't we been doing that? How's that going? Because I got to tell you, this next story... Makes me sick to my stomach. 
literally makes me sick to my stomach. These are people in America. What we've seen happening in America since this whole October 7th thing has happened has gobsmacked me. Wonderful British term there. It has completely gobsmacked me to see people say that we should side with Hamas or side with Palestine. Okay. Let me put this in a way a lot of people in America would understand it. This would be like siding with the Confederacy. Ta-da! You see, that's what I do here. This is a story that's coming out of America right now. This is horrific. American Canada. Yesterday was the first night of Hanukkah. Jewish families all over our great country are fearful to put their menorahs up. Menorahs, that big old candle holder, got the eight in there for the eight nights, you know, because the oil. You're supposed to only have oil that would last an hour, but it lasted eight days, and they found that to be a miracle. Yes, I've read the book. That's not that's not that even that hard of a story. People are afraid to put menorahs up in their window because they face they, they fear they face retaliation. America I'm ashamed of you. Just completely and utter ashamed of you. Uh, I put it in my window. Fuck it. Good for you, Blueberry Sun. And that's what you should do. And I'm glad that you have that attitude. I'm not saying, I'm not shame on you. I'm not shame on any of the ass family. This is shame on America for allowing this to happen. We all know what's right and we all know what's wrong, but everybody wants to be fair because their feelings might get hurt. The first story that I think about when, when, when all this goes down are those two lawyers in Missouri whose, whose neighborhood was broke into illegally and then their actual house and gated area was broken into by BLM protesters who, by the way, were armed. These two people come out of their giant mansion, which, by the way, they worked hard for. I don't care if they're lawyers. I don't care if they smashed their heads on the fucking back of ambulances. I don't care if that money was in a trust for them. It's theirs. Boo-hoo. You don't like it? Go out and get your own. They came to their house. And these two people came out in their property, and they had guns, and they defended their property. And what happened to them? Those two were arrested. Those two were, were charged. Oh, the woman was flashing the gun at him. I don't get I'd be flashing the damn gun, too, if I had 20 people on my front lawn and a couple people had guns. I'd be like, motherfucker, I got a gat, too.
They were pardoned by the governor, yet the state fucking, whatever the, the state's big lawman is, still pressed charges with him, got him debarred, unbarred from the bar system, from the, from the legal industry. They're fighting that now. Why? Because they defended their property against people that were upset because a black guy had a cop and le- put his leg on, on, on the back of his neck even though he died from a fucking overdose. People were mad. Their feelings were hurt. So they decided to go out and, and cause ruckus. And if you did anything to against them, you were the bad guy. I'm tired of that. This, this narrative needs to be switched around. If any of you motherfucking BLM or whoever the fuck you want to support protesters ever come into an, a, a, a restaurant that I'm trying to enjoy a nice meal in and you with your bullhorn start saying shit, oh, it's on. It's on like neck bone. All right, I ain't saying that I'm going to win this fight because there's probably about 30 of y'all, but somebody's going to have a very expensive dental bill, and it ain't going to be me. Y'all, y'all better kill me because I've grown tired of this, and we need more people to grow tired of this and stand up to those groups and take the leader of that group with the billhorn and grab him by his back belt loop and fucking throw him out in the streets. Say, you want to protest in the streets, you go right ahead. You don't interrupt my fucking dinner. You know why? Because I earned this dinner. Fuck you. But, of course, they just sit there and they feel guilty about it. Well, we have so much more than they do. You know, I feel bad that I worked really, really hard in school, and sure, I got picked on for being a nerd, but man, oh man, if I can help my fellow man, fuck your fellow man. Problem is the good people still have too much to lose, yep. Well, hey, it's all being taken away from us. When you really need to do something about those Bureau of Land Management thugs. I'm sorry, but if I was some blue-haired lefty and you took your teeth out and put them in your pocket to fight, I'd be gone. Oh, if, if, if I ever utter the phrase, you want a shot at the title, it, it, there's no going back. The, 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 the beast has been released. I was, uh, I, I don't think that I'm that tolerant of pain anymore. And then I realized, okay, I kind of am. I cut the shit out of my head shaving this morning. I mean, like I, I used one of those things they call a safety razor. Wasn't very safe today. Good Lord, it was a heavy flow. I was gushing. And usually I use a stip dick pin, but I got this new kind of aftershave, this like square thing, and that, whew, they say there's no alcohol in it. Well, it's still burnt like a bitch, but that didn't quite get it. So... I'm sure all you had grandpas, and you saw his aftershave that he used, and it looked like pee. It looked like Listerine-colored aftershave, right, with a little green top. Clubman. And they use that in old barbershops and stuff. Let me just tell you, that that is pure strychnine and rubbing alcohol. And I put a big old glob of that in my hand today, and I stuck that back on that cut. Man, my neck hairs were standing up. 
And I was like, well, this isn't too bad. So come on. Menorah and Hanukkah are the same, just different names. Okay. All right, cool. I'll send you some super absorbent period panties for your head. Oh, I got to stop. After I after I put the turpentine and fucking rubbing alcohol on my head, no more blood. It was fantastic. <laughs> Be good as new. If you are Jewish, please go out there and, and put up your menorahs. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of your heritage. There's nothing wrong with your heritage. Sure, you killed Jesus, but, you know, he was one of you anyway, so. I'm kidding. Ah, oh, man, I tell you what. Some people just get so, yes, I did it. Say it, some people. Uh, don't I have one more story in here? We are actually, no, I don't. Where, where did that one go? Hold on a second. Let's go to trash. Trash. Oh, I already did that one. Okay, we had, I did do that one. Okay, I'm good to go. Shit. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. We do listener mail like Kevin did. See, oh, by the way, Kevin's letter was brought to you by JS Floors. Best flooring store in the West. The rest, they're going to tell your kids about Santa. I'm just saying, just real quick. Just, just keep the rest away from your kids. I mean, that should be obvious. Anywho, uh, lots more to get to on today's show. Today's a Friday, and and we do this kind of, like, I have a bunch of stuff scheduled, but if y'all got something y'all want to talk about, bring it on. Let's make this like a town hall Friday, shall we? I mean, there's a bunch of stories in here I could just gab about. I might, I might just do that. I might look at some of these and just go do that. Anyway, uh, it's Friday. Enjoy your Friday, everybody. <laughs>
said, son, now can you sing a little bit more clear? Said, voice might be too genuine, your song's a little too sincere. Can you sing a little more about outlaws and the way things used to be? Told me you just worry about writing them songs, leave everything else to me. Well, my daddy was a highwayman, but he never wrote any old country song. I'll never stayed out of raising hell with the Haggard Jones. But it raised the proud Carolina's daughter, and I'm proud to be her son. She told me, boy, I don't care if you hit it big, because you're already number one, and that's the way it goes. Way it goes. This day and age. Day and age. Well, you ain't got to read between the lines. You just got to turn the page. Turn the page. Well, the most outlaw thing. Take it back with me to the guitar pad. 
He's going to be at the boardwalk tonight. I, I wanted to be a part of that. Uh, we, we just never connected more anymore on it. I wish him nothing but success. I love Mikey. Mikey's a great guy. Uh, I know that Lara's going to be there, and I believe Ian's going to be there. Um, he hasn't asked me if I'm going to be. I, I don't know if I'm going to be on the show or not. I, no, he hasn't asked. So uh, I would love to if he if he wants to ask, I'll be on. Uh, but I know that this is his big Christmas thing, and I, I wish him nothing but success. It's going to be a fantastic night there uh, at the Boardwalk, I believe, is where he's doing it. So there you go. Oh, yeah, I'll be in Oakland. Lord help me. Holy shit, in Oakland. Good God. No thanks. Now, like I said, I got a bunch of stuff. I, I have the list of things that I want to talk about. But you know what? I'm just not in the mood today. I'm just going to talk about what we're going to talk about. And, and this story, like, like, I, I don't know. I, I know Mage is probably in a, a meeting right now because Ratty Kid was in a conference call. Uh, Keyless Chuck says just as bad as Zoom meetings. Safety guy says Zoom doesn't work for global climate change. No, no, they have to be there in person. So I'm sure that Mage... I know like you American, and all you American look alike. I love that one. Um... He's probably sitting in there right now listening and probably hopefully laughing and hopefully he doesn't get written up for it. Uh, but if he does, then, well, then if he if he does, that that, that boss is pretty much saying, Slides off limits to Ching Chong. And I don't like that. But Mage, I... I see, this is one we're going to have to talk out here. The movie Oppenheimer. Big, gigantic success. Probably going to win every Academy Award. Cillian Murphy's going to win the best actor. Blah, blah, blah. They are giving, a, they are giving that movie a theatrical release in Japan. My mom says there's a lot of black people in China. Well, that, that's great, but they're actually releasing it in Japan. Oh. <sighs> Really? We gonna grow up now? We 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 gonna be we we gonna be big boys and girls here? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? No, it's Japanese, you dumb bitch. Oppenheimer will be released in Japanese movie theaters. In 2024, in a statement written by the production company Bitter Ends, the decision was made following months of thoughtful dialogue associated with the subject matter, even though they had a little problem with one of the social media posts that put Barbie and Oppenheimer together, Barbieheimer, which was huge this bo- for the box office, and then they put a mushroom cloud behind it.
Now, many in Japan claim that minimalized Hiroshima and the Nagasaki bombings. Oppenheimer, the father of the atom bomb or the atomic bomb, the weapon that ended World War II, pretty much put our nuts on the rest of the world's chin, said, there you go, we're the dominant ones. We have since gladly removed those testicles. Um, See, when you think about this, you think, oh, my God, those poor Japanese people are going to have to see a story about the man. Now, I saw the movie. The movie was good. It was okay. It was long. You have to follow it around. It jumps around from period to period. It's fucking tough. If they put that movie in order, it'd be a great movie. But I thought about this. Not only is this historically relevant of a movie. I mean, the one uh, the one bad thing I will say about this movie is it made uh, Emily Blunt ugly. And I didn't like that at all. Emily Blunt, man, oh, man. Come on, she's British. You can't make British chicks that are hot ugly. <laughs> Maybe they waited a year so less survivors around to complain about it. <laughs> this is like movies, though, that they make about. Well, I guess they don't. It's hard for me to say they 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 glorified him. I mean, making a movie is obviously glorifying him, um, but they didn't necessarily glorify him in the movie. They showed him for the flaws that he had as a human being, as a man. His greatest achievement, of course, being the atomic bomb. He knew what he had done because he was that smart. But what that movie also shows you is that the reason that we dropped that bomb is because we had it first. And who has it first wins. Because the Germans were trying to develop the same kind of bomb. Everybody knows the name Heisenberg. Why? Because of Breaking Bad, but because he was a fucking genius as well. He was working on the same thing. Now, if you're mad and you say, oh, my gosh, they're glorifying this man, okay. Well, they didn't glorify Hitler. They didn't glorify Mussolini. Well, they've had movies made about him. Sure, sure they have. They didn't glorify him. You want to know why? Because they were losers. You don't glorify losers. Sorry, Robert Oppenheimer was the winner. America was the winner. Now, th- this this is this is just to appease people. Oh my God! Major, <sighs> let me ask you this: as a Japanese man, if you have time to answer this, and knowing people in Japan and Okinawa and all those places, are people going to be offended by this? Because if that's the case, then it's a stupid reason to show the movie. Because people ain't going to go there. 
And what's the name of the business? It's it, it's called show business. That's what it's called. It's a business. If people ain't going to see it because they're offended, or they're going to burn down movie theaters, that's bad for business. Uh, made over $950 million, huge. Um, they're about to do the in-home viewings, and they're about to release it on DVD. By the way, who has a DVD anymore? I, I, I saw a commercial the other day. It, it, what, what, what are we supposed to believe? That nobody wants DVDs or that they're DVDs because they were talking about the, the release of Oppenheimer on DVD? Were they talking to nursing homes and nut houses that still have DVD players? Well, you play this movie in a nut house, you're going to fuck some people up. And no, not because of the bomb, because this movie you can't follow. Maid says, no, they don't care. Also, the Japanese people are big on, if we don't like it, we won't watch it. There you go. Whitewash says, I have a DVD. Anyone thinks that that film glorified the atomic bomb or Robert Oppenheimer, I can guarantee they either didn't watch the film or they're too stupid to understand the film on its own terms. You know, let's go back to something the mage said there. If we don't like it, we won't watch it. Hmm. Boy, oh boy. Man, that's a novel idea, isn't it? If something offends you or something puts you off, why must you continue to watch it? This, this is, uh, I, I'm glad we went down this road. Because maybe we can answer some questions about my career and things that have happened in the world. Well, I'm not going to answer anything about my career. I'm an asshole on the air. I've been an asshole for the last 30 years. I ain't going to change anytime soon. But. What is it that makes people fucking stick around? Like, if you wrong me, I'm done. Except for McDonald's. I mean, I I say I'm done with McDonald's because they piss me off all the time, but I still go back because I'm weak. But this is bigger than that. This this movie is offensive. This, This television show is offensive. It shouldn't be on. Well, there's an easy way to do that. There's an easy way to do that, and you don't have to lift a finger. I am here to sell you this new idea, and it's only going to cost you a $4.99 membership. $5 a month. And I will tell you the secret to happiness. You ready? Because everybody listens paid. At least you better have, you motherfuckers. Um, if there's a show that you don't like or a program or a movie, don't go see it. If this show offends you, Jesus, I don't know what the fuck you're doing here. I really don't. Because you really have to go through some hoops to listen to my show. You have to turn on a computer. You have to log on to your computer. Then you have to open the internet. Then you go to the internet and you got to go through your favorites. And there I am at the very top, of course. Better be. 
and you have to click on it. And then you have to log in, and then you can listen. Take Artie off the air. Okay, I'll come back again on the internet. Releasing on Laserdisc. Oh, I remember Laserdiscs. Had a fucking halfway through, you had to flip them over. Those were great back in the day. They still have those? Somebody's going to say, oh, is it coming out on VHS? By the way, kids, VHS is a video uh, recording. It's cassettes. Big old cassettes. We used to, we used to, every Friday, this would be the best day of the week because all the new releases would come out on VHS today and we would hit up our video store as fast as we could. Who the hell does that? I just opened the app on my phone and there you are. Well, there you go. You have to open something, then open something, and there I am. What I'm saying is I've never understood this idea. That if you're mad at a business, like if they if they charge you wrong, then yes, you go in there and you fight. But if you don't like their standings on something, whether it be the war in the Middle East, whether it be oil prices, whether it be this, that, or the other, don't go there. That's the best way to show them. And if there are enough like-minded people like you, that don't go there, that place will close. And you don't have to do a thing. You don't have to get up from your house at all. You ain't got to log into anything. You ain't going to do nothing. I can't wait for the day that Sprouts and Whole Foods close. I can't. I'm so excited for that to happen someday. When people realize, well, it's just fancier vegetables that we're not really willing to pay $9 more for. Ooh, and an olive bar. I didn't realize there were that many kind of olives. Don't go. I have been to Whole Foods once in my life. Once. And that's because my former nephew took me. Former mean, he's dead to me now. If they advertise queer, if they they advertise Bud Light, hey, if that makes you mad, that somebody advertises for Bud Light, then don't watch the UFC. I get why. Look, Look, that's a great road to go down right there. Let's go down that road. I have not checked the numbers. I I know I have a lot of MMA fans and a lot of uh, MMA uber fans that know the ins and outs intricately when it comes to the UFC. I'm not one of those guys. I'm still more of a traditional boxing guy, but, hey, I like I'm not putting UFC down. UFC 300 was announced. Michael Chandler versus Conor McGregor. Huge fight. That one's going to be at the big sphere in Vegas. So are you telling me as a huge UFC fan that you're not going to watch because Bud Light's a sponsor? Okay. That's fine. But it's like when people watch, they go, oh, I can't believe they, they, they played those advertisements during that. 
Okay. Well, I, I know I do the same thing when I talk about period ads during football games because period ads don't belong during football games, but that's a whole separate topic. Lisa says, I got Chandler. All right. Uh, it's like getting avocado toast minus avocado because avocados are too expensive. Yeah. You just caused me to do some critical thinking, boss. I've had my positions criticized harshly, have been called a moron and embarrassed, but I still show up every morning. I write reviews. I call in and participate every day. I keep coming back because I ain't no bitch. I can stand by the things I say. If I get knocked down, I get back up. This show is uh, the best thing going on today, Arnie. Logic and consistency are the rules of the show, and that's how I live my life. I would simply add virtue and morality and logic and consistency. You can have the virtue and morality. I, I don't have neither one of both, either one of those. But yes, Christopher, and see, that's the thing. That And, and by the way, I, I, I've never called you a moron on this show. I love you, buddy. I love you like a little brother. Um. I, and and anybody who called you a moron, you need to point that out to me because we don't allow name calling on the show because then you're going to have to get no fight with me in name calling, and I'm the best name caller in the world. Just ask your mom. Safety guy, <laughs> safety guy, you're making me laugh when I, I'm trying to find this. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't See? know why she doesn't get Christopher it. Christopher does. Bud Light is paying them H E L L A money. You'd be stupid to turn away money. And see, that's the whole thing. The UFC made a brilliant business decision, and that's what they are, is a business. And their business is to find fighters and train fighters and put fighters on display for their fans. That's their business. And to sell merchandise and all that kind of good stuff as well. Now, that takes a lot of capital. And Bud Light was what we would call prime for the picking. That you could sell a package to Bud Light. This is the way advertising. I, I'm not sure how USC does their advertising packages, but this is the way you do it. We will run your ad X amount of times for a million dollars. We'll run your ad 10 times for a million dollars. A lot of companies would go, oh, okay, we'll go with that for a UFC fight, for a big fight like that. Well, what the UFC did was they will said, hey, Bud Light, we'll run your ad 10 times, but you have to pay us $10 million. Bud Light, realizing how much trouble they are in with the billions they've lost from the Dylan Mulvaney thing, what's a more manlier thing than watching two men, or even women sometimes, no offense, Alicia, Beat the hell out of each other. Well, that's manly. Yeah, well, if I'm going to do something manly, I want a beer. Now, you can choose to stop, not drink Bud Light. That's great. That's how you're doing your job. Now, if you don't, if, if it bothers you so much, then don't watch the UFC. For Forever, people have been crying about how UFC doesn't pay their fighters enough money. Well, now they have a sponsor who's going to be able to do that. Isn't that the, the, the long-term goal is to pay those fighters what they're worth? You would think, whether they be men or women. Alicia says, no offense, Dave. 
damn started the war with a mom joke. Game over. Yeah, see, I, I don't play fair. When, when it comes to name calling, I, I love getting in name calling fights with people. Because once people start calling names, they, they, they start to lose their mind, and that's when my mind becomes more creative. I'm going to make fun of your elbows. I'm going to make fun of your feet. I'm going to make fun of everything that, that you've never even thought about being made fun of. If you've got a big old honker of a nose, guess what? I ain't going to say one thing about your damn nose. Why? Because that's fucking, that's low-hanging fruit. That'd be like you calling me fat. Call me fat and see what happens. But we've gotten to this stage where people get so, they get so, why does, why does, here's, here's a big question. Why does a Bud Light, does a Bud Light commercial during UFC make you not enjoy the UFC as much? See, I can answer when it comes to the shit I bitch at. When I see a period commercial or a menopause commercial during the NFL, yes, I don't like the product as much as because I understand what the NFL has done. The NFL has said, hey, we have this open market, this market of women now that are watching the game. So we have to appease them and we have to put their advertisements in. Oh, and by the way, to keep them around, we have to make the game a little less savage. So you see, what they've done is they've changed their product due to the people that are watching. I don't want that. If you don't like football, don't watch. That must be why you've never said anything about my schnoz. Pam, you don't have a big nose, do you? I think it's your hulking shoulders that I don't make fun of. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. You see, that's how I can do it right there. Okay, Arnie. Uh, sent my PayPal donation. I'm caught up for the month. Thank you. Hey, Donald, thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. This is just the shit that rolls around. My, like, There's so much other stuff to get mad at. Stupid people on the road. Get mad at them. Get mad at assholes that stop right in front of you in the mall. Boy, you want to sad, you want to see me sad, get mad. You get in front of me at Costco and you're walking down that main thoroughfare after you come in. You know when you walk into Costco and you got to make that that left turn. And every Costco's that way. You make that left turn, you walk by all the TVs and stuff. You motherfuckers that stop. Off with your heads. Off with your damn heads. Let's go keep it moving. Braddy Kid once watched me pick up an entire shopping cart by the handle. I picked it up and slammed it down three times because people stopped in front of me. Twice. Once you get this big frame moving and there's wheels in front of it, it takes a while to slow down. Bud Light can advertise as much as they want. The consumer decides in Bud Light shelf space is shrank and it's always full. There you go. Now, now, Buckets, let me ask you this. UFC 300, if you're a UFC fan or if you're a fan of whatever sport is out there and Bud Light decides to start uh, advertising with them, are you going to stop watching the games? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I don't even pay attention to the commercials during the NFL anymore unless it's a menopause ad. Because, I mean, that one comes out and it's like, we don't belong. 
But, like, beer commercials, I don't even know what beer commercials play during football games anymore. Usually I get up during the commercial break and go take a crap because Dak Prescott has made me take a crap. I'm going to let you, everybody. Uh, No, but I also don't buy period products. There you go, Buckets. There's a certain show that we all know of. And it's interesting to go to the Reddit page and read all the things that were said or are said about that certain show. And a lot of those people in there, they, they say a lot of nice things about me. Hey, I, 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 I'm not one to... Now, there's some people that say some really awful things about me, so take it or leave it. Um, but they seem to be doing what people aren't doing. They tune out. The Ass Family, you guys are a perfect example of this. We found each other in another show a long time ago. And you liked me on that show. And I love you. And when I was no longer a part of that show, y'all went away from that show because that show changed. Changed directions. They went for other people. They were they were gr- trying to fill in every gap they could. Well, and you didn't like that. They went what you would call woke. Okay? Now that they're trying to go back, you're not playing that game. You're like, no, I don't think so. You did it. You did the right thing. Instead of just sitting there every day listening about it, calling in, bitching about it, you you, you took your ball and you went home. Or you took your ball and you gave it to me. And I appreciate it. And there's going to be a time when something happens on this show. And it always does. And and I'm I'm here to to bring some news to the show that, that I'm not happy about. But... There will always be a time when maybe I go too far or maybe when the show in general goes too far for you. You see, I erase the line. I try not to say things that, that are over the line just to be said over the line. I'm not that guy. At least I try not to be that guy. And last week it came to my attention that an OG member of the show has canceled their subscription and is no longer a part of the show because the show finally got to this person and it went too far. Now, I'm not going to go out of my way to try to get this person back. If they want to come back, they'll come back, and that'll be great. This person guest hosted a show with me once this is someone who I considered a friend but because didn't go his way in an argument or things on this show are going in a certain way when it comes to a certain election that's coming up they took their ball and went and I say Godspeed to you I don't have anything bad to say nothing at all and uh, by the way Cowboys, girls, your guess is correct. It was Ogre. Ogre's gone. And that's okay. 
You will leave at some point during the show. I've worked in radio. I've worked in broadcasting for 30 years. And I wasn't stupid those 30 years. I paid attention. And I know that, that, that things are said on this show. And when this show is really, really going, and things are firing on all, all, all fucking gears, which is a lot. I don't get to pay attention to a lot of things being said. And, and, and by the way, by the way, I'm sad he's gone because he added a lot to the show. I'll say it. But if that's the response, then all I can say is bye. No one did anything wrong. Somebody didn't like things that were being said, so they left. Okay. Once again, I'm not going to say anything bad. Probably won't play his songs anymore because he probably doesn't want me to, which that's fine. I'm cool with that. <laughs> he drinks Bud Light. <laughs> see, that's just saying something to say it, but it was funny. And see, that's the and and that's the thing. If I do sometimes say something that makes you makes you really really ponder me, and you can hear me laughing. A lot of times I say stuff because it's funny. Because I don't I don't believe in this cap on funniness. I don't believe on this cap on comedy that you can only say certain things. Oh, you got to be careful what you say. Why? Why? And I've I've fallen prey to it. Shit. I had the greatest Kobe Bryant joke of all time. Two seconds after it was announced, he was dead. And I didn't tell that joke for months. Because I knew. I knew I, I, I can play the game. Now, is that being true to myself? Probably not. Is that being true to the show? Probably not. Hey, Fred, hey, it's okay. It, look, if and when he decides to come back because he realizes there's nothing as good as this show out there, we will welcome him back in open arms. I have no problem with that. I will not hold anything above him. I will not say, oh, well, yeah, look who's back. I'll probably say, look who's back, yeah. But I'm not going to make him, make him grovel for it. He's going to be welcome on this show because everybody's welcome on this show. Because this is y'all's show, too. Please tell the Kobe joke now. The Kobe joke was this. Uh, when it was reported, they were out there, and people were at the mountainside looking up. I said, <laughs> I looked at Braddy Kid, and I was kind of laughing. She's like, what? I said, what was the last thing Kobe told his wife? And this is before I knew his daughter was on the plane, too, by the way, because I've amended the joke, and I'll tell the amended joke. I, I don't know her name, though, so I, I won't use her in this joke. But you, if you know her name, you can put it in. What was the last thing Kobe told his wife? Honey, you sleep in. I'll crash on the chopper. What is this membership, Ferdinand? Says, well, Ferdinand, you're probably listening on Spotify or something. If you go to ArnieRadio.com, this is the way I make money, uh, by the way. Gianni, Gianni and I will crash on the chopper. There you go. Um. You go to ArnieRadio.com and you go join here. 
You go to members, and, and that makes you eligible to all the thousands of shows that came before you. Jit Ogre broke the best story of the year to us. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's okay. Bunch of people went off on me for uh, believing the jab might have something to do with DeMar and going into cardiac arrest. I didn't care uh, that most didn't agree with me. I kept coming back. Exactly. A lot of my beliefs aren't popular. Shit, I still fucking throw them out there. I don't care. You can think, and, and see, this is the best part. This is the best part. Especially when it comes to doing a show like this. That's what makes me laugh the most. Um, doing a show like this, uh, why does it matter? Why does it matter what we think? Lots of us aren't going to ever meet each other. Lots of us are not going to share a share a, 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 a stalled elevator together. And if we do, we'll probably just be quiet in there. If we don't like each other or don't agree with what things are being said on the show. Uh, what could possibly made Ogre leave the show? He was savage than most. Yeah, I don't know. Sucks Ogre is gone. He's one of the only people that lined up with me on most stuff, being surrounded by conspiracy theorists. Foreign logic and uh, red hatters can get rough, but I still love you guys. I ain't ever going anywhere. Ask family forever. And see, we we, we need that. We need that. Y- you know, because honestly, Arnie's farting in the elevator. Oh, uh, absolutely. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that Christopher, yes, you and I don't agree on everything all the time. You've written me letters about things that I've said that you disagreed with, and we talked about it, and you found out what I really believe and the way and, – and I'm not saying I don't really say what I really believe, but I give you the deeper meaning of what I believe. And then we, we move on. Why? Because at least Christopher's man enough to write me and tell me about it. And I'm not calling out Ogre for not writing him and telling me about it. I'm not. I'm trying to give a praise. I'm not trying to put Ogre down. I'm trying to praise Christopher. Christopher didn't like what I was saying about Ukraine or the border crisis, and he and I talked about it. You know, like people used to do when we disagreed with each other. When we disagreed with one another, we used to talk about it. But instead now, we just go, well, fuck that person. They're dead to me. Okay? Well, what that means to me is that I didn't mean a lot. To try to save this. It sucks. AIG and us will never share a ham sandwich together. You're goddamn right. More ham for you because ham is fucking disgusting. Godspeed, Ogre, and hope you're well. You're always welcome back unless you touch kids. Yes. Yeah, don't do that. V Coop, good morning to you, my friend. How you doing today, pal? I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I disagree with something you say or believe, I just ignore it and go on with my day and come back, not even thinking about it. It's called let it go. It is. You don't have to believe the way I believe. I ain't going to hold that against you. Here's my, this is my favorite example to use. 
I would be starstruck if I ever got to meet Ricky Gervais. I love Ricky Gervais. I think Ricky Gervais is the funniest person on the planet. No offense to Dave Chappelle. I just like Ricky Gervais. You want to call me a racist? Go ahead. Even though I'm not racist because Ricky Gervais isn't white. He's English. Can't wait for somebody to write on that one. Um, Ricky Gervais is a staunch, staunch hater of God. If you know anything about me, you know I have my beliefs. I have faith. I believe in the afterlife. Now, does that make me hate Ricky Gervais and his comedy? Absolutely not. If I got to meet him, you know what? I wouldn't bring that up, and I wouldn't bring up the fact that he hates people that go on big game hunts. I don't care. Like when it comes when we see these pictures of these doctors or these rich people who go out on safari and they've taken down like a, a water buffalo or a rhino. I don't care. If they want to put their lives in peril and stand in front of a charging rhinoceros, I think they're a moron. First of all, you're a moron for going to Africa. But I don't care. And Ricky Gervais gets bent out of shape about that. My mom says there's a lot of black people in China. But we're not talking about that place. But Thank you, though. I, I, I do appreciate that. Hot mama. Fuck your mama. Good morning to you. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really... Uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Says, this makes me sad. Ogre is such an intelligent individual. I do wish he would have talked to you. He has every right to leave, but I'll miss his rhetoric. Yeah. Right, look, I'm going to miss it, too. But we move on. It's what happens. A reminder. Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Uh, thank you. Battleborn, I appreciate that. Says, oh, no, what did I miss about Ogres canceled the subscription, left the show a couple weeks ago. It's okay. I wish him nothing but the best. I don't have anything bad to say about him. He's never said anything bad about me. There you go. All this started over Oppenheimer. About people getting their feelings. You get your feelings hurt. Look, honestly... I hate saying this shit. I, I get my feelings hurt all the time. All the time. Why? Because I'm a fucking human being. But you know what I do? I fucking grit my false teeth together, and I swallow it down. And then I have to fight back. It's a part of life. Bad things happen. Hot mama says, well, shit. Zoger still play football at the college with nerds? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, one of the main rules of the show is fuck your feelings. Exactly. Uh, you sure are being mature about Arnie. I just say fucking, but I'm a child. No, and, and, and look, look. 
I have to tell myself that second part, stink this. I have to say, fuck him. If I tried to go after everybody who stopped listening because of something I said to 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 explain myself, who who didn't reach out to me first, if I said, "Oh my God, this is what I meant to say," no, didn't talk to, him. and and he doesn't have to talk to me. Doesn't want to. That's fine. Good. Bye. Yeah, and that's about as condescending as I'll be. Is good. Bye. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But in my brain, I say, fuck him. I'm done. I have to move on. If I don't like something, I change the station and come back to it later. There you go. That's, you know. Look at this. All these people signing up. Thank you guys for signing up. I do appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Uh, in the immortal words of Candace Owens, life is hard, honey. Wear a helmet. Amen. Amen. That was one of the best things. I, I need to find that. I need to get that drop. Now, <laughs> after this 45 minutes of me just ranting about shit, getting shit off my chat, just, we need to rant about something else. Representative Jim Banks, a Republican out of Indiana, has a new bill aimed at preventing child welfare agencies from denying prospective adopters who say they will raise kids in a manner consistent with the minor's biological sex. So if you're a person that believes boys are boys, I can't believe this. You know, I'm betting there's a lot, a lot. These are the, this is the first of two stupid fucking laws that we have to talk about here. So if you believe that boys are boys and girls are girls or boys have penises and girls have diabetes. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. We don't have time. So this guy is saying, well, we, 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 we want to prevent welfare agencies from dying. There are agencies out there right now. This law, okay, this isn't a stupid law. Let me read it again. I'm just all over the place today. Um, the Biden administration is cruelly preventing countless children in foster care and adoption systems from going to loving homes just because parents are opposed to irreversible sex change procedures on kids. Okay, so this law is to prevent that. So this is already happening. I'm sorry, I apologize. I should have read the story first. But, you know, you get my, you get my natural reactions. If that kid at 18 wants to cut their damn ding-dong or hoo-ha off, those prospective parents can't say a fucking word about it. Now, I don't know about y'all, but we, we need to go down the old memory lane real quick. Uh, y- y- y'all got your time-traveling shoes on? And I believe I'm going to need to put some tobacco in for this. <clears throat> you remember when you were a kid? 
Because I remember when I was a kid, my Alzheimer's hasn't kicked in yet. By the way, they say intermittent fasting can prevent Alzheimer's. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that or not. Boom. Call back to yesterday. Fuck, I'm good at this job. Um, let me ask y'all a question. To your older fans, the older-ass family, the 40 and above, people like me, even above that. I'm 52, but, you know, I, I know I ain't the oldest person on the show. Let me ask y'all to think back when y'all were kids. I want you to think about what was your favorite thing to eat? Hmm? What was your favorite thing to eat? I can tell you that my favorite thing to probably eat when I was a kid was probably ice cream. Or possibly cake. One of those two. Pancakes. Christopher, that's great. Applebee's Panda. You were not an Applebee's fan when you were a kid. You dirty motherfucker, you. Now, if I walked in from school or, or, or when I saw my mom drive up, and I knew dinner was going to be about a half hour away, I did not walk in the house and go, Mom, we're going to have cake tonight for dinner. Because do you know what would happen if I walked in the house saying, we're going to have ice cream for dinner? I'm going to tell you what would happen. My father would take his shoe off and throw it at me. Oh, my God, child abuse. Quick, call everyone. Yes, that's right. I'm throwing my father under the bus for the whole shoe line. Because I was a kid, I didn't make decisions on the house. The only time, and I've shared this with you, and it's Christmas time, and I'll probably share it one more time before the season's over. I think back to when I was a kid. I didn't get my way a lot. Why? Because I was a kid. Not even after. Little, little, little sidebar about me. Something that maybe y'all don't know because I don't talk about this very much because it still freaks me out to this day. Yes, one time I was babysat by a serial killer. That's not it. That made me who I am. Growing up, we didn't have a whole lot. Now, we lived in a, a decent house. We had to move from Garland to Dallas for about three years. And we lived in a house. And every once in a while, I, if I'm in that neighborhood, I'll drive by that house. Um, and I, I met some great people in that neighborhood, love that neighborhood. Um, but the house only had two wall air conditioners. We didn't have central air because we couldn't afford it then. My dad was still an alcoholic, a practicing alcoholic, and my mom worked at Dr. Pepper. As you can hear Bubba snoring in the background, or at least I can. And we lived in this house, but they had a house fan. 
Now, if you've never lived in a, in a house that has a house fan, it's a big old fan that's in the ceiling, and you turn it on, and it sucks all the air from outside in. Brings in cool air, quote-unquote. But if you ever grew up in Texas, or you ever spend time in Texas, in July, when the high is 105, the low is usually about 92. And that means at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, it's 92 degrees outside. And that's pretty fucking hot. I'm done with my morning route. It's Friday. That means it's also pancake day. I'm going to Denny's because Applebee's doesn't serve pancakes. There you go. Now, I begged my parents, begged my parents to let the air conditioners, you know, to, to somehow bring an air conditioner in my room or a, a big fan in my room. Because once again, this is the time when I was like 11, 12, and I'm discovering myself. Lots of crusted socks, okay? Well, and what do boys who crust up socks like to do? They like to close their door. Well, you see... The ceiling fan wouldn't work then in my room if the door was closed. Door's blocking it from sucking out all the cool air. So I would have to open my window. We only had a one-story house. And it had a little planter in front of my window. And I'll never forget, and I always, I always slept close to the window because I get the air that way. I remember one night. There was a man outside my window. A man was outside my window. I woke up, and I started screaming bloody murder, and he ran off. Now, I don't know what that man was going to do, if he was going to cut his way in and kidnap me or kill me or do whatever to me, or put his ding-dong in my mouth. I don't know. But I went and told my parents, and they thought I was making it all up. They said, just sleep with the damn door open. Never got an air conditioner in my room until we moved to the next house when we had central air. But once again, I was a kid. Kids don't get their way. Until now. And I'll get back to this story. Do you realize that it's kind of a a passing joke now? And I don't find this to be very funny at all. That, that, that we have raised a generation who in turn is raising another generation raised on chicken fingers or chicken nuggets. Why? Because that's all they'll eat. That's all they'll eat? Um, real quick, y'all didn't have my mama and daddy. Because if I said all I eat is chicken tenders... A bullshit? A bullshit? A bullshit. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Bullshit! But now kids want to have sex changes. Okay, we've gone from chicken nuggets for dinner every night to now sex changes. Boy, that was kind of warp speed, wasn't it, that you gave in? You didn't think about that slippery slope, did you? The only time my parents ever gave in 
that I really recall. I'm sure that they did. I'm not saying my parents didn't do things for me. But when it came to what I wanted to do, if it wasn't my birthday, (laughs) we didn't do a whole lot of shit that I didn't want to do. But I'll never forget, it was Christmas Eve. And this was the first year that, that my dad was sober, so he's working a little bit more, which meant we had more money, which meant... That And everybody in the family wanted a VCR. Everybody in the neighborhood had VCRs. We wanted a VCR. My friend Todd saved up his money from cutting lawns to have a VCR. I hated cutting lawns, so I didn't get that VCR. I didn't work that summer. I was 12 or 11. Okay? And... Christmas, we, 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 before you judge me, we would open our gifts on Christmas Eve at home. Eat me. It was our tradition. We'd go out to dinner, we'd go look at Christmas lights, and we'd come home and we'd open presents. With the fucking TV off, and that's when they would always do the best of sports center. Dicks. But I recall this Christmas Eve, and we're opening gifts, and it's been a good Christmas It's about to be a fantastic gift at Christmas because I know the last big gift is either going to be, well, it's going to be a card, and it's going to have probably a $100 bill in there because that's what my dad would always do for all of his kids because that's what dad did. But I knew, I knew we were going to get a VCR. I was so excited. My mom brings out the last box, the big box. And I was so excited. Man, oh, man. I I was almost jumping around. And then I opened the box. What's in the box? Oh, I can't do that. That's another show that does that. And as soon as I opened the box, all I heard was... (laughs) Followed by... (laughs) What was in the box, you asked that year? Well... I had fancied myself a little bit of a skateboarder at that time, and I had a very beat-up, but it was my board, Santa Cruz board. Gullwing tracks on it. I forget what kind of wheels and bearings, but it was my board. I didn't like any other board. It was my skateboard. But it was beat-up because I rode it all the time. Believe it or not, my fat ass could ride a skateboard. Believe it or not, my fat ass at one time was pretty fucking athletic. That ain't it anymore. Oh, no, sir, Rebob. Athleticism is gone. And I say, be gone. I open up this box, and it's a skateboard. And it's not any skateboard. No, it's not a cool, like, Jeff Phillips skateboard. It's not a gator skateboard. No, instead, holy shit, it's a Dr. Pepper skateboard. Now, let's all remember back to when we were kids, and kids were cruel to one another. No matter what, if I ever rode that fucking Dr. Pepper skateboard out in public, oh, I would be ridiculed. And rightfully so. And I believe that my look of horror 
possible tear running down my eye. When I looked up and I said, well, this sucks. I was immediately escorted to my room. And not in a friendly way. My father, who who loved me more than anything in this world, was one of the only times he ever browbeat me up and down about that, and rightfully so. Your mother worked hard to get that. Your mother's very proud of that. I'm very proud of that. How dare you? You go out. God, God you just sit here, God damn it. You just sit here, God damn it. I sat in my room, and I'm sitting there going, this fucking sucks. I'm a kid. I didn't know any better. And my dad comes back to my room, opens the door, goes, come with me. And he sits me down in the living room, and there's my mom. And my mom, my, my mom didn't cry or anything over it. She was upset. And my dad goes, fine, here, open this one. Why don't we just fucking ruin Christmas? One of the only times my dad ever said the F word in front of my mom. Why don't we fucking ruin Christmas? He goes, we were going to open this tomorrow morning and do something special. But no, Arnie had to get his way. And he made me open the box. And what was in the box? But a VCR. So I got my way. But that was the only time. All of childhood. It took me stepping on my mother's heart to get my way. Now... Kids eat chicken tenders for dinner every night. And I don't know why. Do you do you parents not have balls anymore? Do you parents not realize that you're the ones in charge? At least it wasn't an orange plastic huffy board like my first skateboard. Oh, it was it, hey, Battleborn, it was close. Bucket says, I'm right there with you, trash panda, mac and cheese and hot dogs. Oh, that's a good eating right there. I don't know what you were struggling as a child. I just thought how everyone lived, uh, but lunch was fried Spam, Kraft Mac and Cheese. I'd give anything to have a grandma make me a plate and just send some time with her again. Amen to that. Your dad was teaching you a very valuable lesson that you still hold today. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I have a craving every t- all the time for mac and cheese and hot dogs. Not Spam necessarily, but fried Spam is okay. But now kids are changing policies to where... They can't get adopted because the parents might believe that boys are boys and girls are girls. I can't wait until we elect a child as president. And before everybody, Donald Trump already was there. <laughs> I'm talking about an actual six-year-old. Because they seem to run things. Fucking Christ. All right, one more story here. This one's so good. This one just shows up. shows how fucked up your state of California is. Even though California is suffering through a major crime problem in all their major cities, major homelessness problem in all their major cities, major drug problems in all their cities, well, Lawmakers are not focusing on that. No, 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 no. California is upset 
so upset that, that they have they have started a law that kicks in on January 1st that retail stores with more than 500 employees will soon face fines for failing to offer gender-neutral toy sections. I can't make this up. I, I, I can't make this up. Let's not worry about pedophiles running loose on the streets of California. We've got to get this gender-neutral toy in effect. What's a general gender? Is it a stick? Is it a doll that has no genitalia? But we're going to, we, we don't even, we don't even stop shoplifters from these stores if they don't have more than $950 worth of stuff. But we will find that exact same store thousands and thousands of dollars if they don't offer a, a gender-neutral toy section. So what are we going to get rid of? We're going to get rid of the arts. And by the way, Walmart, they're talking to you. So what are we going to get rid of? The automotive section? Probably not. Arts and crafts? Probably not. Is the seasonal section going to get shrunk down now? Oh, I'm sure Target's the first one in line for all these gender-neutral toys. I'm sure the whole back half of their store is going to be a gender-neutral section. Nobody shops in stores anymore. They only go to steal. (laughs) You're telling me that you don't have more important things? You don't have bigger fish to fry, if you will? But you're going to make a stand on gender-neutral toys. I wonder why people are leaving California in droves. By the way, speaking of toys, Barbie fucked up. Barbie released a doll that's to celebrate Native Americans. A Native American Barbie. Her name is Chief Wilma Mankiller. What kind of fucking name is that? Boy, that's a doll I want to give my little girl. Yes, I'm being a sexist because boys can play with Barbie too, aren't he? No, they can't. No, they can't. Boys don't play with Barbie. So, uh, hey, uh, oh, yeah. Native American Chief Wilma Mankiller. The Inspiring Woman series. I get, oh, she's an actual person. They couldn't have picked anybody with a better name than Mankiller. Principal Chief of the Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma. Well, ain't nobody going to buy that piece of shit. Even though, whoops-a-daisy, they they misspelled Cherokee and they spelled it chicken. (laughs) So she's the Chief of the Chicken Nation of Oklahoma.
I thought that was the colonel. Oh, I love our world so much. By the way, how does this happen? How is this allowed to get on the boxes? Uh... <laughs> just makes my day that is so fantastic that 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 happened oh good god bradster i will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry it says late arrival today morning big and ass family scott says make a barbie that looks like chief wahoo man killer should be a manhood eater if it was a black cooch tribe California makes these laws to respond to what they consider far-right laws. The pendulum will always swing back to the other way. Not soon enough. Still not as cool as my Ken doll. Chief Slapaho. <laughs> and by there is no just Ken. Yeah. Ken dog says, uh, "Jesus Christ, send the damn comments already. I'm done with this shit." Uh, same ad agency as Budweiser. Oh, that's so fantastic. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. Last break coming up next. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I said quiet.
Um, yeah, Christopher, that was Miley Cyrus. That was her song, Flowers. Another good song. Good inspirational song. And, you know, I think that the United Nations wants to fight me. I, I, I just do. I do. Yes, I, I, have, I have thoughts of grandiose, grandioso thoughts of myself because I think the UN is listening to me because they obviously want to fight me and people like me. That means you. Because the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization will be publishing its first-ever global food systems roadmap during an upcoming COP28 session, which is expected to recommend nations that overconsume meat to limit their consumption as part of a broader effort to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Now, I know we've talked about this. I know we probably talked about it this week. And, well, the first thing that I'm going to tell the UN and their little... FAO, Food Agriculture Organization, is F-U-C-K-Y-O-U-I-N-T-H-E-B-U-T-T. Christopher, Christopher, no, no, they, 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 I, I haven't even gotten to what they're recommending to eat because this is how fucking awesome this story is. You know that they have a climate summit that's happening in Dubai right now, right? The COPD-28 or COP-28. COPD, that's what my dad had. They had their big summit, or they had it last week. And according to the summit's online portal, online page, it is offering foods that include, quote, Juicy beef, slabs of succulent meat, smoked Wagyu burgers, Philly cheesesteaks, and melt-in-your-mouth barbecue, in addition to African street barbecue, fast-casual Mexican fare, and Asian options, has a touch of French flair. So what you're saying is, once again... Rules for thee and not for me. So, so they're sitting around in Dubai, right? It, it, it's about 140 degrees there because it's wintertime. And they got the air conditioning blasting because Joe Biden hasn't taken their air conditioning yet. And they're all sitting around eating slabs of succulent meat. Now, wait a second. I thought for some odd reason, that, that if you're going to release a, 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 a roadmap about countries that overconsume beef, you probably wouldn't serve beef there, would you? That's just, you know, like, 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 like let's, say, let's say that you are hosting a family of vegans, and you knew that you were hosting a family of vegans, Right? And this is like five years from now. Mom, dad, kid, vegan, 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 vegan. Right? First of all, you can turn that, those parents in for child abuse, but that's a whole different story. And you bring them to abs. Abs ain't going to have nothing for them. Why would you bring vegans to a steakhouse? Like, I watch all these cooking shows now because I like to cook. I ain't near as cook, good as a cook as them people is. I'm not trying to say I am. 
But they keep they keep talking about this this and 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 I ain't got nothing wrong against people that are vegans or vegetarians. They don't want to eat beef. That's fine. Great. Good for y'all. Bully for you. Okay. I'm tired of these things saying we'd like a vegan steakhouse dinner. Well, a vegan steakhouse dinner doesn't exist. Okay. Because the first it, we 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 have to stop with. Stop this this insane humanity with words. Words matter, people. I made meatloaf yesterday. Okay, I've seen meatloaf made on that damn TV show so many times. And I got my recipe down. It was pretty damn good, I got to tell you. But it was made with 100% ground beef. Okay? Now, sometimes they make meatloafs. And they ain't got no meat in there. Okay. You can't call it meatloaf then. That's anything but meatloaf. Don't call it meatloaf. If you have turkey balls, serve turkey balls. Those are not meatballs. Those are turkey balls. If they're beyond meat, then call them something beyond fucking meatballs. Don't call them meatballs because there ain't no meat in there. That shit that's fake bacon is not bacon. Bacon comes from a pig. The end. And you can get clever and spell meat with two E's all you want. That's just dumb. And now you got these people. They're eating smoked Wagyu burgers and Philly cheesesteaks. Fuck, I should have went to this summit. I'd go to the summit for the food. And then I would produce so much CO2 methane out of my ass, it'd be on. Christopher says, go fuck yourselves, UN. What a monumentally hypocritical group of socialist fucktards. The only thing vegans can order from abs is the boot. No shit. Adios. Yes, these are the same people that met to discuss fossil fuels emissions arriving in their private jets. I just find it amazing. That that they can't even they they can't even go five minutes without hypocrisy. And by the way, all they're doing is going, hey, America, we're talking to you. Because America and China are the two biggest, uh, America, China, and Brazil. Don't believe me? Look it up. And you're going to go, holy shit, Arnie knows his beef facts. I do. America, China, and Brazil. That's how it goes. China mainly because there are a fucking billion damn people there. Brazil, because they got good that, that they take that big old sword they got and they chop that meat off that, that, that twisting deal. America, well, we got steak and burgers. That's why we eat it, and it's good. Funny, I just came across this link saying lettuce has three times the emissions of bacon. That doesn't surprise me. And if you came across that link, wipe it up. Uh, uh, give. It, oh, let's see. Oh, is this? Oh, this is the link right here. Hold on a second. Let's see this link. <laughs> lettuce is three times worse than bacon for emissions, and vegetarian diets could be bad for the environment. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have friends that are vegetarians. I have very good friends that are vegetarians. I don't. I. I don't try to push my meat agenda on them, and they don't try to push their hippie fucking granola shit on me. Now, have I tried a vegan burger? Yes, I have. A couple times. Was it horrible? No, it wasn't horrible. Would I? Would I get it again? 
Well, if that was the only place that we could go to, then yes, I would get that again. But if I'm offered other choices, well, the vegan place is probably the last place I'm going to choose. I'll probably choose the vegan place over, like, not a big fan of Thai food. Indian food just scares me. It's just frightening. The smell of it frightens me. The, the, the smell of it says your butthole is going to hurt like a bitch tonight. And I don't like my butthole hurting like a bitch unless I'm in prison. So I stay away from that. I'd probably order the vegan burger over that. You ever wonder why them people spend all that time in them garages cooking? Because they don't want that shit to smell up their house, even though it gets in and stinks up their damn house. I ain't gonna tell y'all how to live. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna tell. You. But stop calling this shit meat. Stop it. Stop trying to be cute. Why would you go to a steakhouse if you're a vegan? I don't. I don't. I that just it it it, it boggles my mind. I don't drink, so I don't go to liquor stores. Should I go to liquor stores and go? You need to have only alcohol-free shit here. They kick me out, and rightfully so. Right now, we're under the, the attack, if you will, of Total Wine. Total Wine wants to open a store here in Rockwall, and I don't know why they're having to jump through so many hoops because Texas is in the Bible Belt and alcohol is evil and blah, 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 okay? I don't like people knocking on my door, mainly because it fucking makes Bubba bark, and then Bubba just stands behind me the whole time barking. Bubba's not going to attack you. He'll lick you to death. These people come to our house, and we've asked them not to come to our house twice now. The next time I'm going to sign the petition, fuck off. They need to, and I, and I tell them, I, I, I go, I'm not going to sign your petition. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I don't, need no, I don't need another store here. And usually they're pretty nice about it, but they've been to our house like four times. Leave me the fuck alone. If you want to have a store, have a store. I'm not going to go there. Do vegans get excited about a salad the same way I do when I smell someone barbecuing, when they smell someone mowing their lawn? I doubt it. I doubt it. I just, I, I find it funny. I, I just find this so funny. Yeah, we're going to have fucking Wagyu burgers. We're going to have Wagyu burgers. We're going to have a, uh, hey, how about we, 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 uh, what was that shit that that, that they they force feed the ducks and goose and geese goose foie gras? Isn't that like the the oversized liver of a duck because they they force fed it too much? I'm sure they had plenty of that. Our next story. Now, see, this would cover this would be met with hanging here in the great state of Texas, but. Due to the fact that it happened to that mistake of a state that is just one state above me. Three men in Oklahoma City have been charged in connection with theft of $1,000 worth of Dr. Pepper. 
mainly Dr. Pepper syrup, which they allegedly resold to the owner of a local gas station. Now, you see, if you steal $1,000 worth of Dr. Pepper syrup here in Texas, you get hung. Suspects are accused of scheming to steal the whole pallets of the syrup from Keurig Dr. Pepper facility in Oklahoma City. Over $100,000 worth of syrup was stolen at that time. You're lucky I didn't catch you, motherfuckers. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm just warning you right now. Steph! Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. As your local vegetarian, I can say there are certain meats I still crave. And by meats, I mean penis. Well, I would be worried if you didn't. If you said that you crave fish, then I know I would know what you're talking about. But 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 thank thank you, Steph, for letting me know exactly what you were craving there. Shit, they should have only stole nine hundred and fifty dollars worth. Um the manager added that the whole pallet system, known as the five gallon bag in a box, had been going missing since May. The affidavit says the bag in the box is worth $98 and contains four or pallet contains 40 units. Documents indicate that the regional manager began placing trackers on the boxes when they were stolen. And these fucking dumb Okies, Mr. Robertson, Mr. Wynn, and Mr. Achillerotis are now facing felony charges. Oh, I'm going to work you over in the big house. You possibly took $100,000 worth of Dr. Pepper off the streets? What the hell's wrong with you? Do you want me to go on a stabbing campaign? Do you? You take away my Copenhagen, you take away my Dr. Pepper. If there's a shortage of Dr. Pepper, I will go on a stabbing spree. Go ahead and report me to authorities now. Put me on a terror watch list. I'm, I'm speaking the God's truth here. Boy, if I had all that syrup, I'd build, I'd build a pool in my backyard and just put the Dr. Pepper syrup in there and just get a cup of it every morning. Panda says, do you like Applebee's stuff? Stop that. Panda, you stop that. You're spoken for, for God's sakes. And no, she doesn't like Applebee's. Nobody does, except Mrs. Panda. That's, that's fucking hilarious. You guys are on fire today. So do you like Applebee's? <laughs> Terrible pickup line. Now, staying in the uh, the wonderful world of uh, food. This is a story about Rosemary uh, Hain. She's 39 years old. And she recently, or a few weeks ago, decided that she was going to go to a Chipotle. Now, let, let, me, let me just get this out. I can't stand Chipotle. I don't, I don't like it. I just don't. I like burritos and stuff like that. Firebirds, I think, is better because I don't get headaches after I eat there. I always get headaches after I eat at fucking Chipotle. So this gal's at Chipotle getting her, getting her food on. And, well, she was not having a good time. No, in fact, she was having such a bad time that she actually admitted in court to throwing her Chipotle order at an employee because she was upset with her order. 
Well, the judge said to her, well, ma'am, I've got, I've got a solution for you. I've got a way to sentence you. And the judge has sentenced Mrs. Hain or Miss Hain to work 20 hours a week at the fast food restaurant for two months to reduce her jail time from 90 days to 30. So she's still got to fucking go to jail, but she got to work at Chipotle for, for two months. She was originally sentenced to 180 days behind bars. Now, why, why, why is it? Well, crime's a crime. I, I'm glad that this judge is doing his job. Um, but we let shoplifters go. We let these people that do mass robberies go, or these flash robs, as they're called, go. But a woman gets mad and throws her Chipotle at a Chipotle worker, and we give her 180 days in jail. She wound up pleading guilty to assault in connection with the incident, which was caught on camera. Do we have it? Do we have Do we have the incident? I'd like to see. Oh, we don't have the incident, sadly. You know she's spitting in your burrito. Oh, she's giving a good rub on the old cooch. That's such a dumb sentence. I'm going to sentence you to 30 to 60 days of working at Chipotle. I better be getting paid. Shit, otherwise I'll just take the big house. What'd you do? Oh, I threw Chipotle at somebody. Shit, you're going to be running the yard. Trisha says, I like this judge. Chipotle, big mistake. Literally go to any other small family-owned Mexican restaurant instead. Yeah, because those are actually Mexican. Chipotle is a spice. She works there now. They just armed her with more ammo. No shit. This is like when Arnold Schwarzenegger broke into the Army-Navy store in Commando. Madam, I sentence you to 60 days hard labor at Chipotle. Is that even constitutional? Boy, I'm taking all the guacamole home, though. Uh, Where are the uh, extra vats of guacamole? I'll be taking those home. Oh, you can keep your beans and rice and your shitty beef and your terrible chicken. I just want the guacamole. Because that's just good. Keep your damn pico. Keep all your weird corn you got, too. What's the slime on my burrito? Oh, shit. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. You're grody. Oh, God. Oh, wait. That lady's just too stupid. How about we do this story, and then we'll do our two stupid people of the day. There is a growing concern. Experts in the U.S. are currently fearing that there could be an invasion of super pigs. (laughs) Dawn's pregnant. That are proving tough to eradicate could invade northern states. 
a crossbreed combining the Eurasian boar's survival skills with the size and fertility of domestic swine in Canada, the super pig <laughs> is an ecological train wreck. Did you talk about cocaine sub? I didn't even I don't even know what cocaine sub is. Professor Ryan Brook, one of Canada's authorities on the issue, added that they are the A, most invasive animal on the planet, don't you know, with the swine capability of spreading disease and devastating crops. Nobody should be surprised when the pigs start walking across that border if they haven't already, eh? Well, do they not, do they have papers? Why are they walking across the border? How about you do like we do here, where feral hog season, it's all year round. If you see them, shoot them. There's one on the air in Sacramento. I mean, they they have domesticated quickly. Over $239 million worth of cocaine, including a narco sub, was seized in the Pacific last month. Holy shit. Over $239 million. You, You sure it wasn't like 250? And whoops a daisy, we lost 11 million of it. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's playing. No, stupid, it's super pig. <laughs> oh. You know what, if they're that tough, if they're that bad, then this is what we do to them. Boy, I'm gonna, this is going to sound cruel right here. And these are only to the super pigs, not to regular swine out there, because these, these aren't very good to eat from what I understand. See, if you can trap them, I'd like to shoot them with a the tranquilizer. And I'm going to go out in the middle of that field, and I'm going to have a big old industrial wood chipper and a forklift, and I'm going to raise them hogs, them feral hogs, to when they're awake and they're trying to kick and scream, I'm dropping it right in the wood chipper. Meow. Well, I can do better than that. Here, piggy, 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 piggy. Here, little piggy, piggy, piggy. This piggy went feral. This piggy got caught. This piggy got into the wood chipper and went, yeah, 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 all the way home. Send them to Gaza. They can eat all the dead Hamas bodies. Wild boars. You know what, I would say, you know, if you know where they are, if you know where there's a big old lot of them, I don't know what they call a group of them. It's dawns. Okay. You know how you have foals? You have, like, you know, the moose, if there's a bunch, they're meese. One's a calendar. They have all these things. Yes, wild boars, if they're all together, they're called dawns. I say if you know where a bunch of dawns are in the forest, just go in there with a Gatling gun and open fire. Take them out, man. Light up the night sky with fucking bullets. Shoot them. I tell you what, you shoot them. This this will be a more you know here. I'm telling you right now. You shoot a wild boar with a Gatling gun, you have instant pulled pork. Think about it. It's going to rip them apart, and you ain't even got to do all the work. 
probably cook them a little bit too, because you don't want to eat. You, you don't want that bad swine. You don't want undercooked swine, because that'll give you the trichinosis. Don't believe me? Look it up. Oh, some of us know some big words. You don't want worms in your system. You going fishing? Well, that'd be the only reason why you want worms. And now possibly stories about two of the stupidest people I've ever heard about in my entire life. Our first story, we have to go to that wonderful state once again that's just north of us. Hog hunting is illegal in Montana. We don't have them here but uh, yet, but it sounds like we might close the border. <laughs> well, they're talking about them walking right over the border. If you sent pigs to Gaza, it would be fucked up moving more ways than one because of the Islamic stance on pork. Take that, hummus. Super pig is fixing to fuck your shit up. <laughs> Disgraced Sheriff uh, David DeWitt of Oklahoma. Oh, he's a sheriff in Oklahoma City who was arrested Tuesday morning. (laughs) He was arrested Tuesday morning in that beautiful city of Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, I I described Norman, Oklahoma as used toilet paper. Um, DeWitt allegedly yelled profanities at the victim and furiously punched him multiple times in the face and once in the ribs, according to police reports. By the way, this was a woman. Uh, Where did this attack happen? Well, I'm so glad you asked. This attack happened... In a sex toy shop. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. Mr. DeWitt, Sheriff DeWitt, was arguing with a woman about buying a fake penis that was bigger than his and acting like he was about to backhand the woman before the battery. Shortly after the assault, he started driving his black convertible Bentley. Why Why has the sheriff got a damn Bentley? Good God. The the uh, the attack happened at Christie's Toy Box in Oklahoma City, a favorite among Oklahomaites. Um, by the way, it, it, and he looks like he's a white fella. Um, I just need to make a public service uh, announcement to you white fellas out there. Uh, if you ever go in a sex shop, all the fake dicks are bigger than yours, okay? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry that you've been honkified by the Lord. But if you walk into it, I don't, I, I don't think sex shops would stay open if they only sold the small penises. You see, I think that's why there's a need for the... Uh, now, we're not talking about, you know, the seven-foot-long, you know, Mandingo pee-pee. Was that one bigger than yours? Why, I oughta. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to beat you up, and then I'm going to get in my Bentley and leave. 
because you said this was bigger than my dick. They all are. Have you never been in a sex shop? Good Lord. You gals, I don't know how you don't fucking close your windpipes with some of those. Um, the clerk stepped in and by asking DeWitt to calm down and leave the store. He allegedly said, fuck you, I'm a cop. They decided to buy a large battery-operated sex toy and made their way to the counter. The victim said he asked if they needed a battery for the toy. The victim claimed that when DeWitt got angry and said the question should be asked before they tested the toy. You, you tested it there? Ugh. At the time, the clerk answered by saying the company's policy he could not change it. The woman who was with DeWitt told officers he asked, What the fuck did you say to me, fat boy? The clerk responded, Dude, get the fuck out of my face. And then it all went down. You, you, you lost your job as a sheriff, and you're driving a Bentley, by the way. Nothing odd about that. About a law enforcement person driving a Bentley. But you got mad because the dildo was bigger than yours? I can honestly say no. No, I've never been to a sex shop. Well, Derek, let me, let me warn you. If you ever have to go to a sex shop, get ready to see the biggest, weirdest-looking cocks in your entire life. Gibby says, they don't call me the angry inch for nothing. The battery was bigger than his PP. Blueberry says, small dick energy. Good God. Now, our final story. I, I don't know where. Oh, it happened. I, I, don't, have, I, I don't have music for Wisconsin. Um. 57-year-old woman that they've not named from Wisconsin was, I guess, under the weather, not feeling good. Christopher says, hot take, gentlemen. If a woman ever complains that it's not big enough, switch holes quickly and ask her if she still thinks it's too small. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Christopher, I like where your head is. Maybe, maybe, maybe some consent is needed. I'm just saying, consent, maybe. So this gal, um, who went to the hospital, was undergoing a routine screening procedure. And part of that is, do you have any dangerous objects on you? And she said, no. Now, they said, hey, you need to get an MRI. Now, if you anybody's ever gotten an MRI, it's a pain in the ass. They sit in this tube. It's claustrophobic as fuck. It makes a lot of noise, and they yell at you to fucking stay. It's cold. You're naked. And you're in this tube. You're in this giant vagina. And you slide in and out like you're the pee-pee, but you can't move. Patients are told to leave anything that could attract the magnet out of the room, including piercings, jewelry, cell phones, metal, anything like that. Even people that have tattoos that have some metal, like, you know, inside the ink could actually mess up the MRI. So you would think that you go to yourself in your head and you go, 
Yeah, I ain't got nothing. If I'm going into an MRI, I'm going into an MRI. I'm going to strip down. Well, this gal decided that she didn't really feel safe in the MRI room in Wisconsin because I guess a lot of bad things go down there. I guess a lot of crooks hang out in the MRI machine because she tried to sneak a gun into the MRI. That's right. She tried to sneak a gun into the MRI, and once they turned the MRI machine on, what happened? Well, it attracted a certain bullet that was in the gun, and it shot her in the ass. Holy shit! The patient was transferred to a hospital and later reported the wound was healing well. Uh, The machine can be used to take detailed images of the entire body from almost any angle. Yes, the MRI damn near killed her because she got shot in the rectum and damn near killed him. Now she's got three holes. Oh, God. That's just a special brand of stupidity right there. I think I'm going to take me a gun into my MRI. Oh, Ask Family, that is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for being here today like you are each and every day. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. And until then, remember this. It's Friday, which means you might go out and you might pull uh, what James the Trucker's doing today. Having a little party, having a little Christmas party. I know this is the time of year for Christmas parties. And if you're going to go out and you're going you're gonna to imbibe, you're going to go have a little alcohol, maybe maybe some spiked eggnog, if you will. Have at it. Have at it. Shabbat Shalom. See you all next week. Maybe you're going to have some Manischewitz tonight celebrating, uh, not Yom Kippur, uh, uh, Hanukkah. Well, hey, man, go out there and enjoy it. But whatever you do, get yourself a ride home. Get a cab, get an Uber, get a Lyft. Get away home because I want you back here on Monday. So until then, y'all have a fantastic weekend, and adios, everybody. Uh True in this modern world, when two lovers get together, Chances of them ever making it to forever Couldn't be better than two in a million hearts Girl, this ain't just another run-of-the-mill emotion What I'm feeling is a definition of devotion My love for you is true Sun coming up each morning, bright as the light and a baby's smile. Sure as a mountain river winding, bright as the rain falling from the sky. Girl, my love for you is true. 
can be borrowed So there's no way to know when I'll live my last tomorrow But every day I get, I'll share with you This feeling just keeps getting stronger as the time goes by It's written on my face, you can see it in my eyes My love for you is true is outside waiting to arrest him.